Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. other's microphone levels julie how are your pretzel crisps you kidding me with the three of us love to see it (laughs) you absolutely love to see it it's julie it's matt it's me and this is a matt pick yeah it is it's a matt pick i made him wait on this monday matt pick monday oh my god i made him wait because i knew when i watched it i was gonna finish it which i will okay so that was the spoiler that i was yeah (laughs) first thing i said i'll uh, yeah how many episodes per season so it's, Veronica Mars. It's, yeah, <laughs> Veronica it's, Mars. It's a long, so it's a long series in the sense that the first three seasons were during that time period, like the OC, where like you were doing twenty-five episode That's seasons. Crazy. Then it got canceled, and then like five years later, there was a Kickstarter campaign to do a movie. Not even to like, it wasn't like it ended on any cliffhanger. Like it was just like we missed this character. Let's bring them back in a movie. So they did the movie, and then the movie was so popular that Hulu renewed it for an eight-episode season four. And we'll get into it, but like. I want to talk about your guys' feelings on this. So I had heard about this show forever, mm-hmm. but when UBN merged with the WB and became the CW. Mm-hmm. So like these two channels merged and UPN was like pretty adult. Like it wasn't like, a, like it was still like making shows for teens, but like it wasn't shying away from it at all. But what ended up happening was like, you guys have watched this first episode. What do we have in this first episode setting up the storyline for this teen drama? Oh, that she was raped and that her best friend was murdered. Like it is heavy shit. Mm -hmm. And then the second season is like this whole mystery of who blew up a school bus full of kids. And that's like your season two storyline. And then they became the CW. And then it was just like, Veronica Mars helped someone find her lost dog. Like it just became like it went from these like dark, crazy stories Mm -hmm. to very lighthearted. And I think it's fine. You go into it knowing like, okay, season three, it's going to get a little bit like tamer. But I think for the diehard fans, they were just like, what the fuck did you do to our Veronica yeah. Mars? Yeah, like, yeah, because it is very dark. And is it all of season one about finding out who her best friend's mar- murderer is and her rapist is all of season one? Yeah, that, okay. that storyline continues through season one. But then there's also like what's so brilliant about the show, what like sucked me in right away was that like in this pilot, we introduce those two things that we know are going to be season wide pilots, but then we're also like introducing two or three different cases that her dad is working on, that she's working on. We're introducing all these characters. So like throughout this like 24, 25 episode run, you're following that line of like who raped her and who murdered her friend. But then there are all of these mini like one or two episode mysteries that pop up as well. So like there's 
constantly introducing characters. They add the actress who plays Tina. Uh, I think her name's Tina. Who's the girl in Napoleon Dynamite with the sideways ponytail? No, Tina's Tina's you fat lord. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's Tina's the, the llama. llama in his backyard. No. <laughs> whatever, whatever her name is, she becomes like one of Veronica Mars's best friends like midway through season okay, one. Okay, okay. What I really like about this show is that you've got all these characters and they're kind of pretty fleshed out right out the gate. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Yep. So for me, I've been meeting to watch this for a really long time, just in general as a Kristen Bell fan, right? Yeah. I've even heard like Dak Shepard on his podcast, who's obviously his, her husband, say, you know, I, I sat down to watch the show once we were married because like, it's my wife and I should probably watch this show that everyone knows her as. And I was expecting to be like, okay, fine. Like, but he's like, I'm a fucking fan. Like this is actually a good show. So I'm like, all right, cool. Cause I know he would tell, he wouldn't tell that story if he didn't actually think he was a fan Two, So I'm a huge iZombie fan and Rob Thomas did both. And I really appreciate one. I just love iZombie. And it's like, if I like one show, I'm going to like your other show. And two, I really respect and love when, you have a showrunner and he reuses actors and actresses. And like, I just really love that. Like there's a bunch of different ones. Logan is from iZombie. Anyway, I just knew, I knew I would like it. And I do, I definitely do. I think in the beginning it was kind of hard to follow the timeline. Did you agree? I think I was having a little bit of trouble following it. Like I was supposed to be able to tell by their, her hair, where we were going. Well, you got like flashback, like the the screen like changed. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I just wasn't like I watched it really late last night after yeah. Fake Easter, so I was really tired. <laughs> so no, I wasn't. No, I was enthralled <laughs> because mostly because I was like with her short hair. I'm like, what's this bitch doing with this the pixie cut? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Very Kristen uh, Cavallari. I know. 2004 era. I think everyone had that haircut. Yeah, but you really like Kristen Bell's character. What's oh I was gonna say what's her name? Oh my god, I'm the worst. Veronica. I really like. <laughs> her it's classic teen where they're being douchey i didn't like who has a biker gang in their town that must be a west coast thing (laughs) i mean yeah but i recognize all of those bikers from other things so i was just gonna say so i looked at the cast because i couldn't remember wallace's name and the girl with the scar (laughs) oh she's in it from a cinderella story is in season one per google okay and so was one of the biker guys was yes. Chad Michael Murray's with the friend. Hair, the one with the yeah. hair. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, so I'm Damn. like, oh, that's interesting that they're mm-hmm. both in it. They're both in a Cinderella I story. I could not pick it out and I didn't feel like scrolling yeah. to find on IMDb. What do you think? I liked it. I liked, um, I'm assuming that her and Wallace are like going to become besties at this point. They kind of already do in, in the first yeah. episode. He's got um, his taped up. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I kind of like like her friendship, like she their friendship, like he sh- she saved him and now like they just like help each other out and like She's getting him out of this shithole that he's in because he really, I mean, I'd be scared to death if a yeah. biker gang in my high school was basically out for me because I did the right thing and reported a, a crime to the police. And the thing that you really do, I think very quickly love, but as the episodes go on, you just love more and more is like Veronica Mars does not give a fuck Mm-mm. about right. who you are. She, her dad is, is the ex-sheriff. She's been raised how to defend herself her entire life. And she knows that she can beat you in a battle of wits or in a fist fight. Yeah. So she just like does it like that whole scene where Weevil comes over to try to beat up Marcus at the lunch table. And she's just like, come on, whip your dick out. Yeah. Oh, I love that <laughs> scene. Like, That's a great scene. And his friend's like, you're going to let her talk to you like this? And she's like, apparently you want to see his dick too. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just such a badass. Yeah. Oh, and it's so and good. like, if you really think about it, like it's based in high school. So she's young. Yeah. So she's just like a young badass. And Kristen Bell's just so lovable. And I think her character is very lovable in this too. 
because she's such a badass. Can you walk me through what happened with the dad and the sheriff? I, I don't know why I couldn't follow this. So he accused someone. He accused Lily's dad. Yeah. So her friend Lily was murdered. The dad's evidence pointed to the dad. To the dad. It's implied that the dad basically created the concept of streaming. Which means that, like, he is financing the ability for this town to stay afloat. Everyone is going to protect him. Mm -hmm. So what they quickly did as soon as the dad was like, I'm pretty sure the father murdered his daughter. They were just like, look at this bumbling sheriff. And they did everything in their power in the corrupt police department to get him fired as sheriff. And then we get the very corrupt douchebag sheriff that we see in a couple different scenes when she reports her oh, rape. Yeah, it was, pa- it and was he's, bad to watch. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, and he's just like he's just such a, a swarmy dick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Great acting by Kristen Bell in that whole scene. Oh, that single tear. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, you're yeah, just, yeah. oh, it sends chill. I'm like getting, I'm starting to shake talking about it. Like, yeah. but again, like this is like one of those shows where I think it got away with a lot because no one really knew about it at the time they didn't know what it was like it was like this cult hit like you've talked about some wild stuff on the cw Mm -hmm. i don't know if the cw would air a show with this much dark shit all in the very first episode (laughs) like it is like right out the like that one line you want to know how i lost my virginity i do too is like such a great way to get around the censors of saying specifically what happened yeah where you're just like, oh, no. Yeah, and don't they actually, with Lily's death, like, frame somebody else? And In yeah. episode one, they end up arresting somebody else. They arrest a guy who confesses to the crime, and he becomes a character throughout the next and two And we're going to assume he was, like, paid Adolf, to do that yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It, a lot of it, it's funny re-watching this episode after I've watched the whole series, because there are so many little lines of dialogue that set up the whole world. Rob Thomas said up front that, like, he was making this show... Because he loves like 1930s detective film noir type movies. A lot of the choices that he made, people didn't like. People really didn't like how the fourth season specifically ended. The reboot season. The reboot season. And I actually agree with him because he's like, this show at its core is a tribute to those types of films. And we ended it the way that those types of films end. And sometimes it's not what you want. Like good for him. Like in a world where like, so many fandoms can just be like, we demand that you do this over again yeah. for him to just stand his ground and be like, fuck you. This is my story yeah. <laughs> that I'm telling like two thumbs up. But that opening dialogue where she says right out the gate, if you're going to this school, you're either rich or you work for the rich because yep. there's no middle class. Mm-hmm. Like that one sentence sets up everything you need to know about the hierarchy in the school, how people are treated. The fact that like her dad is a civil servant but because she was dating someone who was rich, she was cool. But the second she wasn't dating someone that was rich, she was nothing Gosh. to anybody. They set up a lot of good mini mysteries in this one. Like even even Amanda Seyfried obviously knew something because she says like, I have a secret when they're like at the car or whatever, the night she dies. And she's like, I'll tell you later. Or they're at work or something. Yeah. And then why did her boyfriend break up with her? Like out of the blue, whatever. And then why is the dad hiding? What happened with the mom? There's a lot of good mystery in it. That's not why was that girl murdered? <laughs> like, yeah. You you know what I mean? Or who murdered her? There's a lot of good stuff in there. But I will say, I was like, no daughter and dad talk that close face to face. I was like, you're freaking me out. I was like, oh, the yeah. dad's trying to kiss yeah. his daughter. Yeah. I, you know what? That scene didn't catch me off guard the first time I watched it, but watching it the second time, I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, it's a little I weird. promise you, there's no like weird sexual chemistry okay, beyond that. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's mostly because, and you'll see if you watch other episodes, but it's pretty clear in this one, she is very guarded. 
Like even with Wallace. Even when she was like, don't sit here. Yeah. Hey, why are you at my table? And he's like, I was here first. What do you yeah. mean, bitch? She very <laughs> much like, yeah, she has a friendship with Wallace. She has, she actually ends up having a very good friendship with Weevil. But at the end of the day, all of her friendships are friendships of convenience for her. She's closed off. All she cares about is what she's been raised in, which is like solving mysteries. So like Wallace gets a job in the second episode, I think, working in the administration office as like a, you remember how they'd have like student assistants? Mm -hmm. So that's when their friendship takes off because she can just call him and be like, hey, I need you to get someone's personal record for me. Like she just pulls information. Weevil respects her because he step she steps up to him and she basically like keeps Weevil from getting in trouble in exchange for him being muscle when she needs muscle. I loved that part of yeah. the end. It's not like she's using them. I mean, she is, but it's all stemming from like, she can't trust anyone. And it's kind of one of those like, you don't want to bring anyone in too close because you never know. Like if Wallace committed a crime, Veronica would turn Wallace in. <laughs> I mean, like that's mm-hmm. kind of the nature of all of that is that she wants to see people who do wrong things be punished and people who do the right things be rewarded. Yeah, but then she frames Logan with the bong in his locker, right? Yeah, because he's a yeah. dick. Because he's been framing her on a daily basis. Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. But but not completely by the book. She'll bend the rules to oh, no, see no, 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 no. justice She's, done to people who deserve justice. She wants to see the good guys win and the bad guys go to the bad places. And if she has to bend some rules to make it happen, she'll do so. Like, I'll give one tidbit and I won't get too much into the details of it but it's it's a great example of like how her mind works is there's an episode where they're having like a a school fundraiser to raise money for the senior prom and the money goes missing and everyone thinks that it was veronica because she was handling the money and because she thinks that the idea of the prom is stupid she says something about like someone gave me a 50 dollar bill and it had this name and number written on it so we just have to find the person who has that 50 dollar bill And then they find the $50 bill elsewhere. And she's like, well, I made that up. So one of you just planted that money there. (laughs) Like, like it's like she'll do shit like that where she's like two or three steps ahead of everybody Mm -hmm. to like make them accidentally prove their own guilt. Yeah. I was going to say, if you don't find the money, you can't find that $50 bill. So that's actually really funny. That's good. (laughs) I do like her shorthand as a detective, even with her dad or whatever it is like when they're sitting there having dinner and the call comes in, she's one step ahead of him, handing him like notepads and papers and doing all this shit because she wants to be like him, exactly yeah. like him. And he's like, we chill. Is the dog's name backup? I believe so, yeah. Okay, I liked, I liked that joke. Like, make sure you bring backup and yeah. then the dog hops out. <laughs> so cute. And yeah, like there's also a little bit of a mystery of like, where did Veronica's mom go? So like, yeah. that's also why her and the dad are so close. They really, I think that it's an element of like, when if you're a three person family, right, you're just a mom, dad and and daughter. Mm-hmm. And then one of those people leaves, just walks out on you. I think that you by nature have that closeness with the other parent because you both have been abandoned by yeah. someone that you love. So I think that that's why like she has to become kind of a wife to her dad because she has to cook for him. She has to take care of him because like now he's got really nothing to live for except for his daughter and trying to prove to this town that hates him that like he isn't a bad cop. Yeah. Um, And that's where like the ultimate irony of the woman who basically got him fired is now coming to hire him to like stalk out her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you describe it? Is it fun? Is it funny? Is it cute? Like what is it? What is it? I couldn't get a vibe. Could you? I would say like it's a like a dark cute. 
Yeah, it's a dark comedy with a lot of humor, like a lot of humor and a lot of cutesiness. And it, like, I was so charmed by this show. I remember you were like dealing with me, like texting you without trying to tell you anything because yeah. I knew you hadn't watched it. I'm just like, you need to watch it. You're going to love it. It's like so your your shit. genre, yeah. Because it's like it, it it doesn't fit into a specific box, and I think that Which that's I what like. I like about it yeah. so much yeah. is that it it is juggling. It's juggling all these things, and I mean, I know you love the show, but like a lesser show would be Riverdale for it, where it's mm-hmm. trying to juggle all these genres, but it can't do it properly, so like it kind of fails a little bit at all of it more than it succeeds. Yeah. But like Veronica Mars was always good at keeping that juggling act going with its character and its story, and it's it's just very smart. And as someone like, I love film noir. One of my favorite movies is a film called Brick, and the story is that he finds his ex-girlfriend dead of an overdose and he makes it a point to solve the mystery of who gave her the bad drugs that killed her. Mm. But like every single kid talks like it's a 1930s detective movie. Like everybody is really creative and really interesting. I actually got to see like a one night only screening. And when you went, I'm so mad that I lost this, but when you went, they gave everybody in attendance a tiny dictionary that had all of the detective jargon so that you could oh, read that so waiting charming. for the movie to start that. so that you could yeah, understand yeah, what they were cool. saying because yeah. they didn't they never would explain the terminology they would just talk like Say it was the 1930s yeah. yep so like veronica mars is definitely in a similar vein of like they are going to stick to that 1930s detective style and motif but kind of in the same way that buffy tries to be where it's like What's funny is that they're so cutesy about it while they're in such like a dark situation. I think Veronica Mars actually does it better in multiple ways. Yeah. I think it's more enjoyable out the gate than Buffy was. Yeah. The more I, I sleep on Buffy, it's just looming over me. <laughs> I'm on season two. The first episode was only 12 episodes. It took me, or the first season was only 12 episodes. It took me three months to watch yeah. it. <laughs> like I was just like, it's just so low budge that I'm yeah. like, fuck man. It's literally dark. Yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't bring me any joy visually either. Yeah. Like it's fine. It's cute. But man, it's it's rough. It's one of those Buffy ones where it's, it's tough to like, for me to be like, no, you should watch it. Cause like in my mind, I'm like, Season three is where I w- started to like the show. Yeah. And if I didn't have people constantly championing to me, like, you have to get through those first two seasons, yes. I would have never gotten through it. I would have been, like, four episodes in and been like, this is stupid and this turned it off. This is, like, I- I'm evolving into this is my genre, though. Like, yeah. I-, I can't, like, be a erper and a Lost Girl fan without, like, Buffy walked so these all can run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I-, I need to finish Buffy and I need to be a fan of it. It's You, you don't have to, though. I-, I mean, I think that that's, like... Because I think about that a lot with film. Like, I, you know, people can't see it, but we're literally sitting surrounded by about 3,000 DVDs. It's insane. DVDs in alphabetical order, in alphabetical by the order. way. We'll post a picture yeah. after this app. I like slasher movies. So then that leads to, like, well, I need to own these classic slasher films from the 60s that, like, are the reason why we got 80 slasher films. And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, trying to hunt down a copy of a movie called Peeping Tom that was, like, made just before Psycho and is more of a slasher movie than Psycho, but it's not as good as Psycho, but I still want to own it because I'm a completionist to, like, history. Yeah. And it's, it's a slippery slope. You can just be perfectly fine being like, I like the generation that Buffy spawns. <laughs> yes, but I also think, like, <laughs> shout out to Courtney again. I always mention her. We have a virtual TV club where 
where we just like all the same shit. So she recommends it to me and she's like, you're not going to finish Buffy, are you? I'm like, I'm going to fucking finish it because she's like, you got to watch it. I've seen it a million times. Like, I love it. I know you'll like it. I'm like, okay, fine. And if anything, I need to watch till the musical episode because I've seen that referenced so many times, whether it's the magicians, Erpers do it all the time. Like, everyone brings up the Buffy musical episode. I'll tell you this much. The musical episode comes up in season six. I know. Well, I'm getting there. (laughs) You're getting there. If you get to a point where you can't do it anymore, you can watch that episode out of context. You you can. You could get away with it. No. One of the other things I was looking at my notes, because I literally just wrote down characters that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Very small part in this episode, but low-key, one of my favorite characters is the lawyer that pops in and has like a quick conversation with Veronica. Oh, he's from iZombie too. He's yeah, the other one. As the series goes on, he gets involved in like helping Veronica's scheme. He's just like chill about things. You yeah. know, like he's he's one of the few people who legitimately loves the Mars family. What I like about his character is that he's a civil defendant, which historically are not the best lawyers to get. You know, usually if you're like getting a state appointed or county yeah. appointed lawyer, it's a dude who doesn't care. But he actually does because I guess in his mind he's like, I'm gonna get paid whether we win or lose, but I also don't want it on my conscience that I sent someone to jail who was innocent. So he'll actually fight. And he likes that the Mars family has the same moral ground that he does. So he's also willing to help them on his own end. He's so funny on iZombie. Like every time he's he's just like the news guy, the newscaster, weather guy, whatever. And every time he's on it, it's because like she ate the brain of like a SNM person who and and there's like videos of him getting like whipped and he's like yeah. a schoolboy. Like all these things, everything he gets caught up in is like dirty and incriminating and he's just so funny about it like yeah. they, you always think he's going to be the murderer and he never is he just keeps getting <laughs> caught up in these schemes and like he's just like a fuck he's just like a wacko and i love him in it. and he stays the entire side character the entire series and i guess they even hint to that in this episode where it's like he's perfectly content for veronica mars to tamper with the evidence yeah. tape to to reveal how corrupt the entire police department is he just looks at her and smiles like he's just like oh i know veronica pulled this one mm-hmm. off there's just so much to like about this show it's so it's so digestible yeah it that's really a, is that's one of my takeaways it was like it's very easy to watch and i i mean as a as a kid who at the time that this was airing i just watched this story in the pandemic but as someone who who's watching it who grew up at the time when this was like on tv the indie kid in me just was like loving the soundtrack just like ryan adams the streets is in here like mm-hmm. i've never heard the streets on anything yeah i don't think we get a theme song on this episode but no. the theme song is by the dandy warhols like it's a very indie rock heavy soundtrack which i i mean so was the oc so it was like it was definitely like the thing at that time but mm-hmm. I think that Veronica Mars pulls some really, really good deep cuts. I'm glad that both of you liked it. I feel like I've been striking out lately with my picks. Uh, no. Reeling y'all in. <laughs> what were your picks recently? Yeah, I don't uh, even remember. So there was that 70s show that, okay. and I mean, it wasn't my pick per se, but Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was one I championed oh, yeah. pretty hard. I liked talking about that one, though. I don't think either of you revisited Daria. <laughs> no. I liked talking about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend more than I liked watching it, but that's usually <laughs> how it goes. Jewel, you're a Gossip Girl fan, right? I am. So anytime she was doing like a voiceover or talk, like I watched The Good Place season one, but I don't know if I watched... Gossip Girl after the Good Place season one, but I this whole episode I was like getting Gossip Girl vibes because you know she's the narrator yeah. for that, and I was like, wow, I'm like it's it's throwing me. I feel like I'm yeah. watching Gossip Girl right now. Did you finish Gossip Girl? Yeah, 
Did you like it? Yes. Yeah. I, it's not like I like One Tree Hill better. I like Gilmore Girls yeah, better. Yeah, it doesn't rank like best show yeah, at all. But, but, but I, I gives think me joy. As a girl, it's one of the ones you have to watch. Yeah. Lonely Boy. Yeah. How about I watched. Oh, I know. Oh, no. I was like, ugh. Well, that's why I love that in John Tucker Must Die, you're a John Tucker girl and I'm the brother girl. Like, yeah. Because that couldn't be more us. The other Tucker. Did I ever tell you? That's such a good movie. So so John Tucker Must Die was one of those movies that I saw in theaters and I was really disappointed with it, but I was disappointed because I had come up with a movie in my head based on the title and I didn't feel like it fulfilled my version. Did I ever tell you my version of John Tucker oh, Must Jesus. Die? It's a slasher film. Sort of, sort of. Oh, so God. the idea that I had was that these three scorn women were trying to legitimately kill John Tucker. And not get caught or something? Well, but they keep killing other people when they're around John Tucker and they're accidentally framing John Tucker as a murderer at the school. And I was like, yo, I'd watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to be. Did you watch the trailer? Like, by, yeah. like what? Did you just go in it blindly? Yeah. Why did you? Well, I would go to a movie every Friday. I'd be like, what haven't I seen yet? John Tucker must die. That dude, seems good. Oh my God. That movie's good. I would watch those four good. girls in literally anything. So John Pitt, Tucker, there's only one guy for me. And, and you are not, not it. Yeah. I feel like if I revisit it, I'd love it. It but holds it, up uh, so well. I watched it last summer probably and i was my eyes were glued to the screen what, what is it's Brittany snow sophia bush ashanti and i forget her, the blonde's name but she's one of the best parts yeah in it. She's, she's from so good. um the uninvited remember that movie where the sister ends up being crazy no you have you seen the uninvited it's like a scary movie yeah yeah, yeah i remember well, this is elizabeth banks movie. right elizabeth banks plays the stepmom yeah Brittany snow is i've said it on this plot before is one of those people that i will watch literally anything she's in i don't know i think my dad and me used to watch american band camp camp when i was young yeah and she's just like a one of the like small like teen young teenagers on it i don't even remember what that show fucking was but i remember being like i really like her and then in every hairspray everything she's in i'm just like she even though she's a bitch in hairspray she's so charming yeah i love, her. I love hairspray she's good as amber though they're just so those four girls are so opposite each other and so funny like they really hit each like stereotypical quote-unquote girl and their conversations in between are just so of course sophia bush is always portrayed as a slut always (laughs) there are shows that we are always going to remember as shows that we watched during the pandemic Mm -hmm. as as a comfort and normally i don't pick a show that i just recently watched usually it's like oh i watched this from when it aired and it's just sat in my life for like 10 years and it means so much to me dead like me all of those shows are like things that oh i like that one that was close to me (laughs) but veronica mars was like one of those shows that i watched during this like year and some change of pandemic and it was like there was a lot of shows that i loved obviously Kathleen and I had a, a, a very unique relationship throughout the pandemic of she would recommend shows and mm-hmm. I would just text her constantly about what was happening in real time. But this was like one of those shows where like I watched it because I had heard things. I really didn't have anyone to share my feelings with about it. So I just had to like take it in and process it as it was. And like we all know my controversial ways of watching television where like there are some shows that are just on the on in the background and then there are some shows that I take very seriously. And this was like... My editing got backed up a lot because yeah. I would not do anything when Veronica Mars that's, was on. That's yeah. my praise. Like I had to be like, I can only watch two tonight because I have to put on something 
and do some editing later. Like That's honestly out of fucking control that you edit and watch something. You never said that before. That's crazy. Well, yeah. it's usually like something that I've seen before like a million times. Like it's just How I do like, you do that with background? I'm like so intently like when I'm editing, I'm like I've edited your guys' voices so much and I've edited like the horror movie night voices so much that I can look even at wave files and be like, there's an, mm. there's like, like I can Second tell. Eye, yeah. So like you can see yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like I'm looking at it visually, but I'm also just listening to it and being like, the story's going nowhere. And then I'll just like slice it out. Yeah. There's little tricks that you pick up. That's why you have an editing podcast company come and do that stuff professionally for you at weknowpodcasting.com. Yeah. That's <laughs> an ad. Plug. We uh, yes. But I mean, yeah, Veronica Mars, great show. We love what? Shameless plugs. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were going to repeat the name. Like we love podcasting. We love we love podcasting. We love we know, podcasting. We know, podcasting. We, know, we know it too. That's like when I keep typing my favorite episode and not my favorite episode of. Like I keep fucking up the name. I mean, that it was originally, originally the was the name my favorite episode. And then there was another podcast called My Favorite Episode, and I was like, well, shit. And then right when we launched, they stopped doing episodes, and I they only did like six before they quit. I was like, man, we could have taken that name. Yeah, fucking horse. <laughs> but whatever, we're. Well, I like the abbrevi- I like the abbreviation more of MFEO. Yeah, me too. But yeah, Veronica Mars. Y'all gonna watch it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it for sure. I need a new show. I mean, I'm I'm stuttering on Lost Girl because it's the fucking CW seed and it's like the worst streaming service <laughs> ever, but it's free. So whatever. But I, I Oh, is it? it? Yeah, I mean, I just downloaded it on my Roku, and and it's like uh, there, you don't have to log in. It's just like an app, and you click. You don't even have to make an like a email. Because I'm gonna do that for Riverdale. Can I watch Riverdale on there? Oh, it's the CW seed. It's not CW. Oh. Yeah, no, it won't do. It's like all wacky old shows that nobody watches, and they just throw. Oh, because I want to watch Riverdale season five, and I can't because it's not on Netflix. There's not that many episodes. You can but, probably like buy. But that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not gonna them. buy them because I'm like. It's not good. Oh, I meant to say this about Veronica Mars. I should have said this before we went on this tangent. I gasped when she runs the plate pretending to be like the secretary. And it's like, that's tied to the car's tied to your mom. Yeah. Oh, and that's when the secretary's voice is so funny. And then when they cut to the secretary or whatever, and she it's starts like spot talking, on. Like, nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> it's spot on. Yeah, because then you're like, what does Veronica's mom know? Well, it's kind of sad because even the person on the phone reading it back to her, like, oh, that family is what yeah. he says. And then it's like, blah, 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 Mars. I'm, I'm looking forward. This is going to be exciting for me because usually. I'll have reactions. Well, usually I'm the one sending you reactions of yes. something that you've watched obsessively. So, yeah. like, I am very excited for, like, a couple times a week, Kathleen, yes. Veronica Mars update text messages because this show leaves. There is some oh fuck moments throughout the entire run of this show yeah it's it's nice that you enjoy texting her that because i fucking hate texting her my reactions because she doesn't fucking answer i don't answer him yeah either. i stockpile them but i know that she's I reading them i fucking hate it i hate it so <laughs> much See, he gets it i said that's exactly what she said she, i said live text me when you watch riverdale and she said why it's not like you're gonna answer i said well i still read them yeah i enjoy so reading then them. i still did it and no answer then i texted her when she was in a wedding and i was like you better respond to this and she didn't i wanted you to take your phone out at the fucking altar and be like oh my god you finished season four already kudos <laughs> i'm speechless veronica mars recommend three recommends all around yeah, to at least yeah. check out the pilot for sure yep. for sure yeah, yeah i finally did it you did it you made it <laughs> yeah that might be your first recommends all around that's three a, for just three. a big home run yeah yeah <laughs> yes. yeah it is the first time i'm gonna watch it <laughs> 
<laughs> but but if I was on Scrubs, I would have watched Scrubs all the way through probably. So which I will do. All right, Veronica Mars, love you, love, love you, girly. Tuny, Tuny.